Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sam Squared Show. Um, how you guys doing? It's uh, Sam and Sammy. Just uh, hitting the airwaves again, giving you an update on our life and any kind of cool, fun stuff we've come across in our in our travels and <laughs> travels being <laughs> travel through life, <laughs> travel yeah. through life, the journey of life. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, welcome back. So, how you been, Sammy? Been good. Been busy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we have been. Um, now the podcast is live, everybody's going to know our little, dirty little secrets when we start talking about time. It's been a huge gap, gap of time since we recorded last time, right? Quite. I actually don't even know the last time we recorded, but it was, it was uh, our fourth episode. We were doing good, doing almost bi-weekly. Yeah, and then... I stalled out because I had to figure out all the posting and everything, and and then other stuff got in the way. Uh, but we're up, we're live, every, everything's good. Um, got it on our website, and I guess all major podcast apps, whatever's linked to Google and Apple. Um, yeah. And it is July 2nd now. Yeah. So... Um, that's... We're in the future. We are in the future. <laughs> da na 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 um so yeah i guess it being july then there's a lot as you know summer it's a lot it's our growing season there's a lot of stuff that's happened on our on the farm here paint fork farm and how about you tell us a little bit about it sammy well lots of things are blooming lots of things are growing really well and we've had our um our first sales i think we are at five total so far, yeah. three wholesale and two retail. Um, the The retail is going to be a weekly um, set, so that's awesome. It will be a going to Bad Craft. Our friend Randy opened a beer, art, and dessert shop in Black Mountain. I can't actually remember if we mentioned it on the show before or not, but that's also where Sam sells his earrings, his awesome earrings. Um, which we will eventually get on our website, but right now they're at Bad Craft. <laughs> yep. And so he also, he has a lot of local like glass blowers and potters. So he's using our flowers as um, kind of like fillers just to like to, you know, attract some attention and everything. We are going to do a bouquet for his bathroom as well. But um, the, the first bouquet that I made for him, he put in the bathroom and it, it was just the heat just destroyed it. So he moved them. He pulled, he saved what he could from it and put it out in the shop, which is much cooler. Um, the, the shops around here, again, since we're in the mountains, it does stay relatively cool during the summer, although it's getting warmer every year. Yeah. This summer has been a particularly weirdly hot one. Yes. Uh, hot and wet and wet's no Thick. good. Thick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thick. That humidity has been kicking. Yeah. Um, but the the good thing on that is that since it has been raining, then we haven't had to, to do any watering or anything, so that's the good side. But yeah, it's been hot. So mm-hmm. it just it the the heat just destroyed it. Um Yeah, wait, well how did that uh what South Carolina saying go that you saw that show me that <laughs> meme of Oh, the one of the of Two Face from uh the the Dark Knight. Sure. No, the second, the, 
Which no, one no, is? it was like a couple weeks ago. That saying that something ooh, hot out here or something like that. The other person, it's like the murderer looking for him, like how to find some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's like there's a there's like a you know a detective or something like looking for a criminal and. <laughs> And he's like, ooh, it's hot on here. And, like, the little criminal hiding from this is like, sure is, <laughs> something like that. Because, it, like, when you're in South Carolina, like, anytime anyone, some, like, says something about the heat, everyone's like, yes. It is, like, boiling down there. Um, the <laughs> Columbia, is, don't ever visit Columbia in the summer. It's a, it's a bad idea. It's, it's um, they call it the armpit of the state for a reason. So just, yeah. just, <laughs> just scooch around that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of funny South Carolina heat heat mimes or memes, not mimes. Memes. <laughs> um, yeah. So the other the wholesale going back to the the sales little slight tangent. Um, the wholesale <laughs> orders were going to Blooms on Tap, which is a local business that does a bouquet of the day delivery service. So they have three bouquets: the Biddy Bloom. Oh, I think the other one's a biggie, and then there's like a you know the biggest one, but it's um th- it's normally thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars, I think, and it includes delivery to anywhere in Asheville, which is a great price, and they yeah. come in the cute little um, beer cans as the the vases and everything, which is super cute. Yeah. So we sold um a lot of the other stuff to them, so very exciting. Finally, starting to see some money incoming. It's uh it's nice. Yeah fruit of our labors yes. <laughs> it's been fun um everything's really going so much smoother this year than last year uh granted we have more time to focus on it so that's good although <laughs> we fall we've we've fallen a little bit behind this past week just because we've been so incredibly busy and there's also been a couple mondays in a row three wait two in a row uh yeah two in a row two in a row and then a sunday mm. but like three weeks in a row we had like social engagements which for us is like insane like we normally do what like three a year yeah maybe like that. <laughs> we're out and about gallivanting around town just we uh, are being but... normal adjusted adults <laughs> it's and it's been fun it's been fun to get some some breaks and everything because we've both been working our off-farm job a lot as well, so mm-hmm. it's it's necessary to take a little a little time, a little break for yourself. Yeah. So we had a, a housewarming party we went to, which was also a 10-year anniversary and both of the couple's birthdays, so they yeah. just rolled that all into one party, which I thought was awesome. One super ultra mega party. Yeah, and it was great. A lot of outdoor stuff, bubble machine, you know, potluck, so food was delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We brought deviled eggs and a dip, and the deviled eggs were they gone. They were gone in like five minutes. <laughs> like literally, like when we when we came up, then they then two people just followed us in because they were like, "We've been waiting for your deviled eggs," and I was like, "Oh, well, good to see you guys too." Like, <laughs> all they wanted were eggs. Yeah, all they wanted was the eggs, which is great. Like they were. Um, yeah, it's a compliment. Know, it is a big compliment. And they were gone, but then we also like the rest of the party. We kept hearing about it. I was like, but they were there. They were. Mm-hmm. They were delicious, but <laughs> what can you do? What and then what? Um, do? What do we do? What was it? What was the next thing after that? Uh, after the housewarming thing, mm-hmm. uh, we had the art party. Oh. Or actually, yeah, I guess it would be hanging out with 
family and then the art party. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> but yeah, the art party, that was that was fun. Just a couple of people hanging out, doing some swap draws, which is, I guess, self-explanatory, right? Everybody knows what a swap draw is. <laughs> um, actually, no. Like, I really? didn't. The, the first art party I went to, it was not... Remember, I brought knitting. I brought, like, my. Oh, I thought yeah. we were all well, just the first bringing one was, yeah, our super own. Free form. Everybody bring whatever, do whatever. But no, because John had, had, he had little stations set up at that one. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so it was, it was different than what we do now. But I think what it wound up being was more of that, uh, was like when the, when the swap jar draw started. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's when you, there's artwork and you just everyone take turns and you know when someone's like I don't want to I don't want to work on this one anymore then you just you just trade around and everything. I was very excited about this and this was the first time that I've ever been able to actually participate um, because I've I'm not very confident in my like visual art skills like drawing and painting and stuff like that um, so. I never wanted to screw up anybody's work because, like, you know, John, every, everyone who comes to these parties are, like, really good artists, you know? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then there's me, and I'm like, I don't want to touch your guys' stuff. I'm going <laughs> to screw it up. Which John's always like, there's no screwing it up. There's just adding to it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I just – but this time I brought my adult coloring pens, and I did some coloring, and I – and I was very good, and I was excited. And I even started one. I was, uh, yeah. yeah, I was very proud of that. It was fun. <laughs> and that was a potluck too, which also had a lot of good food. Yeah, way more food than the amount of people. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I know, like, um, like Aaron and I both like like to eat. So I know that like she had prepared a lot of that stuff too, yeah, which is what I do for salsas. my parties. Yeah, and that's why, like, I always wind up with, like, so much extra food after our parties because I'm like, it's a potluck, and then I make a ton of stuff just in case we don't have enough food, and then we wind up, like, eating the same thing for, like, two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Extra food's (laughs) never a bad thing. Running out of food's always a bad thing. (laughs) That's true. But. Yeah, Uh, it was was great. Yeah. There were some fireworks shenanigans. Yeah, we shot some Roman candles off at each other right at the end. And they were um, no such like lame Roman candles. They <laughs> I've were, never like, seen the ones so small. They were like twice the size of a pencil, but just as thick. Uh, every Roman candle I've ever seen is like huge. A, yeah, yeah, like, like a, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's the size of like a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These and they were just they were so cute because it was just like, Foo. <laughs> and they and, and I, I'm like doing a hand motion. You can't see it, but it was like just this tiny little. Actually, you know, a good description if um, when in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, when he picks up a, a wand and it throws off just like some weak sparks and it's just like, foom, like mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was except like Roman candle form. But it was like you guys were like, you guys were shooting them at each other, but it was like they were they weren't anywhere close to each <laughs> other. Like, <laughs> no. It was just like, from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like trying to flick it. So like the momentum of my like wrist flick would shoot the <laughs> shoot the ball further. <laughs> the timing is all weird. I, it never worked, but yeah, I'd never like, never seen him that small. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 
So yeah, oh, and then and then we hung out with your mom, um, mm-hmm. and Wade, and we had deer nuts, which I've never had. Deer nuts. <laughs> That's right, deer nuts. Uh, which is n- not actual nuts. <laughs> In case anybody was was wondering. Um, so they're just, uh, I guess, cubes of deer steak wrapped in bacon and slapped on a grill with, I don't know if he's, he seasoned with something. I don't know what it was. It might've just been salt and pepper. Yeah, um, there was definitely salt and pepper. I feel like there was something else that I can at least, yeah. but I mean, it could have also been, I haven't had, um, enough deer, I think to know, you know, and that was my first, like, I've only had ground venison, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know the, the flavor profile enough to know what was deer and what was, like, a spice that he might have put on it. Like, <laughs> I, like who knows? It could have just been the deer. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually one of the least gamey or deer meats that I've had, which is... They were great. I loved them. Yeah. It was, uh, he shot it in Arkansas. I know that, so I guess he's had it frozen riding around with him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> He said he shot it with his bow and arrow from his uh, bedroom window. Bedroom window, yeah. Window, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend in high school who did that one time. Just had some deer in his... Yeah, there's no houses right there. There's all this woods behind his house, but big deer path. And he shot one out of his window just one day playing, playing video <laughs> games. <laughs> I'm sure shirtless and sweatpants and looked outside like, oh, there's some deer. This guy's rifled him. It's... <laughs> Well, I like that way he uses. I like that way uses a you know a bow. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, if I ever actually got into hunting, I think I would have to probably go bow because then it, it levels the playing field. You know, <laughs> and not that I ever got, not that I'd be hunting really for necessity. It would be for sport. So might as well make it a challenge. What's more badass than a bow? Right. Yeah. Well, and you have a bow and everything, so you know. Yeah. Archery it up. Turn into Hawkeye. Go get us some deer. I mean, we have plenty of deer on the property. (laughs) We do. They are all over. So many deer. I haven't caught them as much this year, but I know they're out there. Signs of them everywhere. Well, it's interesting because last year they were on the the farm side in the back area. Now they're on the side? Um, This time, when every time I've seen them, they've been over here. Um, I think, like, it's like they like the taller grass and everything there and we've kind of taken care of that in the area over there so yeah um the other i've seen like a i mean i don't know if they're is it a herd of deer sure i would assume i mean they're like large cloven animals are herds right (laughs) i mean goats are herds sheep are no sheep are flocks what no that's a herd of sheep it is a flock of sheep. It is a flock it? of sheep, right? <laughs> <laughs> I almost <laughs> oh, and then I was like, no, okay, so well, okay. Just pretend like I didn't say sheep, that we hadn't thought of that. It's flawless. <laughs> it's um, a herd. It's but be yeah, a herd. I've seen them on the um, back, on the other side of the the ditch past the chickens, like where the, the willow and the blueberries and everything are, like that yeah. tall grass that we're letting that grass go is over there. Stupid tall. Looks pretty though. I think that's a lot of this, the the cover crop that um, we sowed last year. Oh yeah, definitely this um, stuff that I didn't see the year before doing all the brush clearing. There's a the really cool like blue tall bluegrass that's super soft. I don't know what that is, but it's a lot of that this year, and I it, I like it. 
Well, I know that there, I remember that there's a weeping grass in there, but that's supposed to be like bunchy versus evenly spread out. It's, it's, it's like a clump. Right. Um, I know that there's another type. It might be, it might be like the rye or, I know there was a perennial rye I put out. Yeah. But man, that mix had. So much stuff in it. Well, it had, it had a mix that had like 12 or 15 varieties in it. And then I just, I just went and just like picked out stuff seriously to space off. And I was like, weeping lo- love grass. Yep. Let's throw some of that in sunflower. Sure. Why not? Let's do a little <laughs> bit of rye. Why not? You know, like just all. Yeah. Uh, you know. Man, we did we get any sunflowers? We probably didn't. I bet all the birds like ate that immediately. Yeah. But we still we still have some of that cover crop left, and yeah, we, we still have some of the chicken cover crop. So my plan is to just keep sowing the the mix of cover crop onto wherever we need it, and then the chicken stuff is when we'll be actually tilling up that area and um, getting that down for them. I like that. Uh, so what other farm stuff's going on? Do we cover all of it? Well, we have two we have some upcoming sales. Um, oh yes. that we're we're setting up. Two of which that are still in the works, which one, um, this one I can't the the third I can't remember if I mentioned to you either. No, um, we just talked about two. Oh I know. And these are all kind of new to me, which is exciting. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> a lot of these are new as well. Um yeah. and we just haven't we've been well, Yeah, we haven't really had time stuff, to yeah. even talk to each other over this weekend. So one is happening this Friday. Um, and it's to another flower farm, and she's also a floral designer. She's hosting a workshop with Ponderosa and Time, mm-hmm. which, do you remember the workshop I, workshops I showed you online um, that were overseas? Yeah. So that's Ponderosa and Time. She's hosting oh. them in Asheville, which I didn't even know. I mean, there's no way I could have afforded it at all or anything, <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Um, but she said she's part of the Western North Carolina Flower Farmers Group, and she sent an email asking if anybody would have flowers available. And I was like, "This is what I'll have. It's not a whole lot, but you know, um, let me know." Yeah. And so we're sending some stuff to her. It's not going to be a huge order because the designers don't want any white or yellow, Which, so that uh, knocks out sunflowers. Yeah, that knocks out all of our sunflowers. The majority of our cosmos are that are growing really well over there and starting to bloom are white. Yeah, um, but we can offer agaritum, salvia, some snapdragons. Would you send filler stuff? If it's available, I mean, the basil is kind of out right now. I could see if she wants any forsythia, yeah. um, because we could send. A lot of that. We prune that bush back. It's oh, a, no, I know. That's it's what about I was, to close yeah. off the driveway. <laughs> it is about to close off the driveway. I'm sure our neighbors are like, come on, y'all. Um, sorry, neighbors. We love you. Yeah. We're, we're getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she also, she had only asked me for two buckets anyway. So then when she, oh, okay. when she originally said that um, they didn't want white, you know, I had told her, you know, that knocked out some stuff. And then she just sent to um today actually i need to respond to her um that they told her um they sent the email today that 
they didn't want yellow. And she's like, I know that knocks out your sunflowers. So, you know, I'm going to let her know that we'll still try to do two buckets. It might not be. It might be a bucket and a half since we won't be able to do the sunflowers. So, but she's kind of at a point where she'll take anything. Okay. That dog didn't listen to me. No, yeah. Do you want to <laughs> pause and... and yeah, we do. I mean, you can... You can still talk. Um, you start you start going for the next uh, next sale. Don't want to let her in. Okay. <laughs> um. So the other thing that isn't totally set, but we're working on, is a local artist from Marshall um, reached out to us, and she uses pressed flowers in her art. And again, another. She works with another grower in the Western North Carolina Flower Farmers Group. Yeah, this um, group Emily has been Patrick. very, uh, very yeah. awesome. <laughs> it it has been like, I'm. It's just so great. Um, but yeah, Emily Patrick of Carolina Flowers. So she said that she works with her, and she was like, "If you want to take a look at my art and see if, like, you know, maybe I could buy some stuff from you now and again." Yeah, she's she doesn't do like big purchases or anything. It's just like smaller orders and stuff. Yeah, but she's pressing flowers. You get a lot, and you have a lot of time in between each one, so right. it makes sense. But still, and and she, um, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Ah. Uh... You got this. <laughs> come on <laughs> no yeah um, last thing you said was uh, she'd be buying in small batches uh, okay well whatever um, met her through the flower group yeah it did, I mean it's just gone it's fine it's gone yeah okay. whatever whatever it was like it might come back later we'll see whatever <laughs> no sense in dwelling on it because it's not it's making it worse so we're, <laughs> we'll just move right on to the next one podcasts um, or high pressure situations <laughs> well i mean sometimes i have trouble when i go through the drive-thru that's why i would God, rather I just too. park and go in because i'm just like i'm never ready i don't go to any of these places enough that i know what i want and then like they're just so fast and i am so not and i'm like everybody i feel the pressure and i'm like i'll just oh, i'll yeah. just park and go in it's fine yeah like um. <laughs> <laughs> the same way like I, <laughs> I i have like a miniature panic attack before i you know call in a pickup order at a restaurant especially <laughs> if i've never been there before um <laughs> yeah but you know to the rest of the world we're adjusted <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's fine yeah. um so the next one is kate and david pomeroy um have put oh, in yeah, the vineyard or whatever yeah. yeah yeah i did tell you about this good um, so they have put in the drunken dome, which is what David is calling his vineyard. Do they and have any pictures of this yet? Yeah, they have them on, okay. um, I can show them to you. They're on Instagram they and are. Uh, Facebook. Okay. I guess yeah. I should follow them. Um, yeah, you should. They, they post some fun know. stuff. Like Kate takes a lot of really fun pictures of David. Like it's, it's awesome. <laughs> um, so, so it, it's literally a dome, like a, well, it's teared up. Because they live in kind of like a mountainous area, so right. a lot of the stuff they do is either tiered or um, vertical gardens and stuff like that. Mm. And they have like some apples and apple trees and stuff like that too. I think. Pretty sure they have apples. 
they have almost everything. Yeah, they got a lot of different stuff. Tomatoes and everything. It's insane. So they they tiered out the side of it and put in I think it's either twelve or fifteen, um, the uh, grape grape vines, mm-hmm. and it's where he'll be, he'll make his wine. So what I didn't know about this is that, and what she was telling me the other day when I saw her at Blue Mountain, is that they are doing like a full ceremony, like of um. Oh, you know, like when they when they like bust the christening. Yeah, christening. Thank you. But they're doing it like Greek style. So she's like, you know, you can wear a toga or whatever. Like, <laughs> like they're gonna have one of um, it's the you know Scribble sick the clown. Yeah. She was. She used to come to the We Were Oh yeah, yeah, market, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Sorry, I thought you were <laughs> talking about. Well, I guess she was a character, but yeah, yeah, yeah Scribbles. I, I know Scribbles. <laughs> So I knew that she was also a yoga teacher, mm-hmm. and she's also an artist. She does the books and the t-shirts. Right. What I've also found out about her is that she is a pastor, and she is going to, like... What church? Yeah. No, like what church? Oh, I don't know. Okay. That part I didn't know. <laughs> I was blown away by the fact that, because she kept telling me Donna, and she was like, she comes here sometimes, you might know her, and then I was like, like jokingly, I was like, no, I don't know any Donna's that. I was like, I, was like, I know Donna's like scribbles the clown and they were like no no no, that's her and i was like what it was like i didn't know that um so she's gonna come out and she's gonna do like a blessing over it or whatever and um it's 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 gonna be fun she's like it's gonna be she was like we're you know we're encouraging people to wear like greek attire and everything and you know it's gonna be kind of like a little theme party which is pretty cool i'm gonna get drunk on wine and it's gonna turn to a huge orgy (laughs) (laughs) hedonism bot's gonna show up (laughs) oh hedonism bot yes uh so i did tell her i was like i don't know how much we'll have i was like of course well i will you know anything we have she wants to buy flowers from us for this yeah um says she was like she has some other things going on. She just wants some flowers to put here and there and, and stuff like that. So she was like, you know, I'll take anything. She had a really bad migraine when we were talking about this. So she didn't, it was, it was hard to talk about. I was like, we'll just, we'll just do the business stuff another time. Yeah. You know, cause I was at work anyway. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, and she was like, yeah, we can just like do it over email or whatever. So that's cool. So we have the weekly, we have two upcoming and then blooms on tap is pretty much whenever, I like we feel like we have stuff that we can sell them, you know. I just shoot her a text yeah. and um and they let us know if they want it or not. So yeah, things are going good. The arrangements are cool like the they're um I don't really know about <laughs> if, if this is even correct because I haven't studied actual floral design, but it seems to be kind of a very modern arrangement style. So it's less uh you know, doesn't follow all those design parameters that you learn because they did learn yeah because they did learn from a florist but yeah they're kind of they're new they're very new to me because they look like they're very well arranged but the style of them is something that's definitely more updated than most flower arrangements which is nice what i think of them as is like a an upscale market bouquet yeah you know which i think is like exactly what they're they're going for it's like it's like the the and some of theirs, they do get a little bit more like free form, which I feel like is is more of like a like a farm stand, like what you would see in like um, what are they called? Not the boho weddings, the shabby cheap, 
cheap Bono hair, wedding? whatever. Yeah, but there's there's all the different types of weddings. Like, don't even <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh well, that's that's honestly one reason why, like, I I would like to learn floral design because I feel like it would help me as a grower. But I don't like I would not. I don't know if I would want to do weddings, but I guess like if you. They don't, you know, unless you're a florist and they don't expect you to know all the different kinds. Like if you're a designer, you have your own, uh, your own style, you know, like Emily Patrick, I actually read on hers. Um, she was talking about her style as she's like, I'm, I'm more, um, old fashioned and like classic. So hers are more drapey Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) and romantic, (laughs) I guess. Like that's how, that's how I see hers. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is this is off topic, but it just popped in my head, and I have to say it. So we we went back, we went through, and we listened to all of the episodes and everything on the on the past ones, and I realized how much I say um, and so oh. this time I am trying to not say it, and it's like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's <laughs> part of the reason that I'm feel yeah I'm focusing <laughs> way too much on it, and that's part of the reason why I'm kind of like. Uh, not like a rhythm or anything right now. <laughs> okay, so you want to do an exercise real quick? Oh yeah, sure. Say um. 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 What? Um. 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 Ask me a question, but um. Am I supposed to say that back? No. Ask me a question in the form of um. <laughs> um. Um. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea if this is actually proper vocal uh, oh. warm ups or exercises. I'm just having fun with you. I feel <laughs> sure. I feel like now, like I'm going to say it more because <laughs> now I it feels like natural. Say it all the time. Oh well. Oh well. You're good. You'll be fine. Just it's maddening trying to get hung up on it because I get hung up on it too. I get better like, over time. I've gotten better at pushing it aside, but sometimes I, I really fixate on things I'm saying. But we got this. It comes. We with do time. have it. <laughs> so on that note, let's move. Let's move past business and get a little, little more into to fun town, and oh, yeah? then maybe I'll get a little like, looser, <laughs> you know, in the head because I'm not trying to think of all of the specifics either. Yeah, which I mean, filler words are there for a reason. It gives you time to think and business stuff is thought heavy it is yeah uh so first anyway farm's fun. going awesome woo there we go woo yeah I guess, uh, wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah check out the uh the website for the the photo journal that sammy's been working hard on the blog section thank you so much that was something that i wanted to bring up that i've, I've actually done it consistently every week yeah and so that'll give you kind of a better visual of of what's happening and watch us grow and lots of pretty flower pictures. My Definitely. photography's getting better. Some Indeed. of them are still kind of crappy, but I'm, I don't know. And then, I mean, a lot of it is just the the iPhone. I mean, I'm sure it's not not really me. <laughs> yeah, you don't sell yourself short. Mm. iPhone doesn't figure out composition for you. Um, anyway. Fun time. Fun time. First order of business, which we didn't address at the start. Oh, that's right. What are we drinking? Oh, no. We went <laughs> Did we drink too much? <laughs> no, we didn't this time. No. <laughs> we didn't. So we are drinking... Gin and tonics. Indeed, gin and tonics. Tangeray. Tangeray Rancor. Rancor. Mm-hmm. 
Emperor? The best <laughs> of all of the gins. I love it because it has Rangpur limes in it. Um, like flavoring and, and I mean, not like the, the flavoring, but it's flavored gin. So you don't ever have to have the limes to have a gin and tonic. Yeah. Nice and easy. It is. Splash of gin, bigger splash of tonic, a couple ice cubes, blood out. And this is one of our weird magical cleaning elixirs. We drink gin and tonics and we usually get a lot of stuff done around the house for no reason in time, like at all. So, yeah, it's just one of those nice, like it... It just sets you sets you going. Yeah. Um, Tangere has always been my favorite gin. It's a little expensive, so when I was looking for something a little more economical, I would go for New Amsterdam gin, which is also delicious. But we don't. Um, I don't buy liquor too much anymore. So when no. we do, then we buy. You know exactly what we want, and it's awesome. It's yeah. delicious. When I did all of the stocking up recently on the food, I was drinking gin and tonics and cleaning the kitchen. Like, I cleaned the kitchen, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean out the refrigerator, and that turned into freezing a whole lot of stuff and making, like, a ton of pickled veggies. And, oh, yeah, that squash butter. Oh, squash butter. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, something new and exciting. And, and it's a good time to do – well, I guess it'll depend on when we publish this episode, but squash uh, is yeah. being produced right now. <laughs> um, but squash goes all summer, so it'll always be relevant. Totes. So squash and zucchini, obviously notorious herb producers. Everybody constantly trying to give you give squash away, all that kind of stuff. So I had a lot of it from the CSA last year in the freezer, and we were starting to get more already. And I was like, okay, I need to like clear out our old stock so I can freeze more to use next year. Um, <laughs> But I, I looked on, um, online to see a squash and zucchini, you know, like using up squash and zucchini recipes. I think, yeah. I, I think that's what I searched for or something. And it was this farmer talking about when she was apprenticing on a farm. After they would do the harvest, there was a kitchen and they would go in and all of the apprentices would cook their harvest together. And a French um, farmer was there as well, like learning different techniques and sharing and everything, you know, kind of studying abroad or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, let me show you like how we take care of squash and zucchini. And it's super easy. It just, it takes a little bit of time, but it's so worth it. So you just put in like, it's just olive oil, squash and zucchini, like cut up into chunks, butter, um, garlic, which we didn't have garlic. Yeah, like we're, we almost made it a full year on all that garlic we planted. We did. We have to actually check our garlic because I think that we should harvest it, but I haven't checked it because we're running behind on a couple of things. So um, I put in garlic powder, um, salt, pepper, and then rosemary or thyme. I actually put in both um, because I like rosemary and thyme together a lot. Mm. So the rosemary and thyme, you hold off until you're pretty much done cooking it. So it doesn't get over overwhelming. Right. The rest of stuff you just you just simmer it and and let it go and let it go and let it go and it just constantly cooks. If it starts sticking, then they just say to add some water and you just get it down to like this paste where everything you know the the squash and zucchini gets so soft anyway, so it just like mashes all together. Yeah. And it's then a, it's crazy how much it reduces. Yeah. 
it was so much squash and zucchini, and it, it wound up being a 20 container full and enough that I had put on a bagel that night on, like, an open-faced bagel, so two sides. Yeah, you'd say at um, least, like, what, two gallon-sized freezer bags down to a pint in a yeah. bit? That's, yeah, nutty. <laughs> and it was also delicious because, like, they said, he said they use it as dips at parties and stuff like that. What I did is we had bagels and I, or bagels, as some folks say, <laughs> I've spread it on there with some sliced tomato and um, some fermenty kraut salt from our, it's a local fermenting artist. She does like artisanal foods and stuff and she mm-hmm. has different like seasonings. She's awesome. I love her stuff. Um, but it's like this kraut salt that she has and then some of that. And then when Sam and I had it again the next day, then we put some of the farmer's cheese from Dillingham Farms on it, and it was delicious as well. And yeah, I just was. spread it on there. It was so good. So good. Yeah. So a good way to... Got all this extra squash, time. just you know, reduce it down. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that squash. Squash that squash. Squash it. Eat that squash. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that was fun. I did I did a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff. I tried um, my pickles came out great. We tried them today for the first yeah, time. They were good. They're good too. Again, I needed garlic for them, but they were good without it. To be honest, I mean they were much better than my last batch, which was just kind of weird. And they, they just got like, weird. not enough vinegar in it. Yeah, in the last one? yeah, they were like super watery. These are like crisp, and if anything, too much vinegar. I kind of went on the but other. I, I was love just like vinegar, <laughs> so I don't mind. <laughs> They're good. They're tangy. I like them. Yeah. Um, so, and then I tried a curry, curry pickle, which we haven't sampled, that, like we haven't eaten those yet. I forgot to um, shake up the jar, so all the curry settled at the bottom, so I have it like upside down in the refrigerator now. But these are just easy, like refrigerator pickles. The pickles came from the CSA box. Like you literally just like wash them, slice them up, throw them in a mason jar with like vinegar, some Salt, peppercorn, dill, garlic, if you have garlic. And, like, that's, like, the basic. And then you shove it in the refrigerator, and it it's ready in, like, four or five days. Yeah. Which it, And they're so crisp, which is just the bomb.com, y'all. I love crisp pickle. Yeah, me too. It's a fermenting and pickling stuff just kind of blows my mind how crazy easy it is and then how long it lasts and... Yeah, everything. It's absolutely. It's naughty. <laughs> I I always thought it was so much harder than it is. Yeah, me too. You yeah. kind of expect it because I guess you get it canned and everything at, at the store, so you kind of think you have to automatically think you have to get a can or some sort of weird jarring thing. And yeah, it's it's easy. You don't even for fermenting. You don't even have to can it. It's taking care of itself with the, I guess the pH and the, with the, the probiotics and enzymes and I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't even it makes know us what a little ecosystem. It's, it's all like just all eating on those stuff, but <laughs> everything in there is uh, a live culture, which is good for you. And uh, yeah, just got to have to recognize the signs of foodborne illnesses, but for the most part, you can kind of tell. <laughs> it's, yeah. Once something grows on it, you're yeah, you're you don't want to go. Yeah, don't 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 go there. No. And then the, the refrigerated pickle stuff, like, that's how I do my pickled eggs, my pickled beets. Even this time, the, the last time I did the the pickles, then I also did just a huge batch of mixed um, pickled veggies. So it has green beans, uh, carrots, onions, 
beets, and turnips. Sounds awesome. Right? Turnips, they're on top. <laughs> and it's because I think we're going to need to eat them first. I, I think, like, you know how to pickle a beet, the easiest way is just, like, to throw the boiling water. Or actually, I just put the beets in water and, like, set it, set the the pot on the stove and get the water boiling and then you know you just poke them to see if they're soft when they are pull them out you run some ice water over them and then you just the the skin literally just slides pulls off. right off yeah. so you don't have to peel the beets beforehand or anything it's like the easiest way to do it so i assume turnips are a root it would be kind of the same thing so i threw them in with the beets at the same time, not thinking how, like, turnips are so much softer than beets. Oh. oh. Yep. Don't know if y'all heard that, but the, our my dog just threw up. Yeah, she's been... It's hot, and we've recognized that that's part of, like, what makes her, uh... Makes her a little bit more vomity, because she's a vomity dog, but that's okay. So you... Boiled the turnips? I boiled the turnips, and I think I should have boiled the turnips, but I think I should have boiled them um, half the amount of time as the beets. Yeah, they're soft. They're right. Soft. Or even just maybe not at all. So there's there's that, and so I, I made sure to put them on top just so we could go ahead and eat them and get them over with. Um, everything else in there should be great. I'm really excited about the pickled onions. I've never understood, like... Adrian had onions in her pickled beets and pickled eggs. And I was like, why have I never put onions in any of my pickled stuff? I love onions. All of the ways. Cooked, raw, caramelized, all of it. Yeah, onions make everything better. Just like garlic. Yes, just like garlic. The Trinity. It's a holy, holy trinity, celery, onion, and garlic for almost everything. Well, and then there's the other one that's a, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but that's when it's it's celery, onion, and carrot. Maybe and garlic, too. Ooh. Because it's for, it's like, that's what they always say, like, those are the, that's, you always put those in your stock and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like soups and everything. Hmm. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. So, yeah, we've been in a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of good stuff. Good progress and everything around here. Yeah. Uh, well, shoot, that was a tangent. We were talking about fun stuff. What's uh, what are the fun stuff we got? Well, you started playing a new video game today. I did. It a looks little... fun. It looks like I'm gonna like watching it. Yeah, that's kind of what sold it. On, sold me on it. It's God of War, by the way. The the new one for PlayStation Four. Um. It got a super high rating from everybody. Like it's a very supposedly a very well done game. So far, it, it does seem that way. Um, yeah, I was hoping to finish out Dark Souls before I got into that, but everybody keeps talking about it, and <laughs> I'm I'm happy that I'm you so, so curious about it. And it's supposed to be so awesome. And I've been kind of dying for a nice, really story driven fun to play single player game for just you know like shut off and enjoy playing a movie gets it like emotional investment because <laughs> dark souls doesn't have the emotional part no <laughs> it's visually beautiful in a 
nightmare type of way. But I, too, have been yearning for you to yearn for a game <laughs> that <laughs> is story-driven and a little bit more emotionally connective because I, you know, I um, yeah, I sit and watch you play a lot. And this one, like, I was going to be doing something else, and then I, like, heard, heard it. I thought you were just playing a trailer. Uh-huh. So I, that's why I came out to watch it. And then I was like, oh, he's actually playing it. And I was like, game changer. I can do the, the blog post and, like, sit and watch this. Yeah, it was uh, Chad the Cheesecake Dad. Um, Chad, Chad the Cheesecake Dad. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he was telling me about how he's been listening to the Joe Rogan experience a lot. And I've been meaning to get into it, but it's kind of a daunting thing because there's like, over a thousand episodes because he's been doing it almost as long as Kevin Smith. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a big backlog to start, like, where do I, where do I even pick up? <laughs> right. Uh, but I, since he was talking about that, I decided to, you know, he has a guest every time. It's not just him talking. Uh, his guest was Duncan Trussell, who I recognized from Harmontown. I was like, all right, this might be a, a nice little wedge for me to get into something I'm kind of comfortable with. Um, it was awesome. It's like a three and a half hour episode, which I think all oh, of wow. them are like really long like that. Um, it's just hanging out, talking about anything and everything that comes up. It, it's it's fun and everything, but uh, they got into talking about video games and stuff, and then Duncan brought up that he's been playing God of War, and it's just like that extra little, since I've been kind of wanting to move on, and it's that extra little push, like, damn it, even this guy who never plays video games is, like, loving it. <laughs> so Time to give it a shot. T- yeah, time to do it. I was hoping to buy it when it was cheaper, but... Sometimes you can't wait. <laughs> well, I like it because I've always been interested in mythology and stuff like that. I mean, I've I know more about and studied Greek mythology over all the other ones, but I do know like some broad strokes on the other ones. So it's interesting to see what's going to come up in the Norse. Yeah, because he's originally a Greek mythology stuff for the other three games this is a what the fourth but it's kind of a reboot so they didn't even number it um the tone yeah the tone of it and everything's all different which is nice because the older ones were kind of they're they're just really kind of cheesy over the top sometimes misogynistic <laughs> um but then yeah all of that tied into the greek stuff and now it's a way in the future he's got a son and it's uh he's gone away to, from greece to i guess norse viking areas and that's when all this happened i only played for like an hour or something um but yeah i I finally broke and got it and loving it so far and really like the biggest thing that i wanted to try since ever hearing about it is the axe just being able to throw it and then call it back like thor i never yes. haven't done that in a video game yet and that just sounds so much fun. I <laughs> can't wait to upgrade it and make it do some crazy stuff aside from just throw catch, throw catch. But it's cool. And I, honestly, it's it's much less complex than the other one. It's accessible for sure. They've The fighting's not too hard, but it's also it's challenging enough without being too difficult and still feels like you're being cool and smooth with it. So, I mean, I think you'd probably be able to play it very, very easily. Cool. Um, so yeah, you should try it out shot, sometime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So 
reminded me of what you said you love watching me or you, I don't know if you love doing it but you watch me play video games all the time you've uh, picked up a new craft is that correct yes yeah <laughs> I uh, something to I do s- while watching me play <laughs> true I the I really I really like it a lot I've started cross stitching I've done two designs so far and I've actually put it away because I'm really into it. And I have some other things that I need to finish before I, before I, I just go gung ho into a new craft. Yeah. So mainly I'm, I'm making cushion covers for blue mountain and that is a, a paid, um, paid, they're paying me to do it. So I definitely need to do that. Yeah. Fulfill your contract. (laughs) Fulfill my contract. Exactly. And then I have a, a scarf that I'm almost done with. I actually I'm should finish it up over the next couple of days. It's only like 12 more rounds. And then like sewing it together. So that should be finished. The only other thing is your scarf that I'm making you. But that is one that I know is going to be a project that I'm working on forever. Because it's kind of boring. And I know I'm also planning on taking it on vacation with me. And that's going to be the only knitting project I take. So... I will obviously be working on it there, and that's, like, my, um, that's it. So, if I finish the, the other scarf and the cushion covers, then I can just plow into cross-stitching, and I'm so excited. I have all of these different ideas for it, because since it's, it's so simple and, again, accessible, like, because it's just a grid, mm-hmm. you know, so you can easily do your own designs and everything, and then get like I feel like I get like get used to that I've ordered a a book on embroidery um so I'm gonna try try that what's the what's the difference yeah so embroidery Um, has like it doesn't have well I guess it can have the grid but a lot of it is it doesn't it's more of just like embroidery on the clothes a lot of it is like freehand or like they draw it on there and then do it it has multiple different stitches where cross stitch is literally just the crosses. So it has like French knots and like different ways of doing like, oh my gosh, all sorts of crazy stuff. Embroidery is, it's kind of like what they do with what, lettering on shirts and hats or like patches and stuff like that. You just keep wrapping the thread and, or like stitching it in and out, making it kind of thick and built up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that definitely is embroidery. Um, that's more of like just, like the like the basic embroidery like okay. what i'm like the the different stitches and stuff um that you can do like ways of like even you bring the you bring the thread around and like hold part of it up and then start another stitch and like then tie into that or like you'll put the put the needle through the cloth and then take the the thread and wrap it around the needle okay. like the whole length of the needle and then like push it in and then do like a tie off to like do that one specific, like, I don't even know what that thing is called. Like, I just saw someone do it in a video on Instagram the other day. I was like, I don't even know what that is. But she did it, like, and and then she did it again. Like, first she was doing these tiny little flower buds, but then she did another one where she, like, fanned it out. Like, it's, in, it, like, it's almost daunting how how intricate and 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 yeah and all of that there is yeah but you can do some really cool stuff because like some of these people that are doing embroidery now 
it's like they're painting pictures, you know, and then you can do these little tiny ones and then you can set those into like necklaces and like brooches and stuff or even like earrings. And those are just like small little things. Um, so what I was actually going to try to do is see if I could do like a cross stitch or like a, like, well, this would be more cross stitch versus embroidery because embroidery is, is thicker, um, like height from fabric wise. So with cross stitch, it's a little bit flatter if we could do like small ones and then turn those into buttons with the button maker. But I think the fabric's going to wind up being too thick, but you never know. So worth a shot. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of stuff on there. I'm going to do cross stitch for a while, but like I said, I wanted to pick up a book of embroidery and see it's like easy, some easy doodles and stuff, easy designs, but also like, like whimsical and fun um, ones. So. Yeah, I'd try some of those out and maybe like I could add some of those in, like practice them around some of like the cross stitching I was doing, you know, or maybe like cross stitch the lettering and then throw in like some cute embroideries around the side or something anyway. I'm really excited about it, but yeah, it just kind of thinking about it a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been something that's like, I have all sorts of stuff I want to do with it. And then like I told you what I want to do with cross stitch too, is have the, all these little doodles and stuff that you do so easy for me to turn into a little light cross stitch thing. So, yeah. But like I said, I have to do the, I have to do work first <laughs> before I can play. And, but this is the last, although I feel like I've said this all the time, this is the last custom order I'm doing. So you really slowed down on tackling them. I have, I've gotten better at saying no and kind of explaining to people why. Yeah. I say no, and and also telling them like like when Adrian asked me about the the cushions, and I was like, I will do this, but I want you to know it's going to be a long time before I get to it. Like I'm not going to stop what I'm doing, what I'm working on now to do a, a custom order because right. I was working on our curtains, and I've been working on that project for three years. So <laughs> I was like, obviously, I need to finish this. You know, like that's a that's part of my problem is I will immediately just stop what I'm doing to pick up a custom order or something or something like that, but or to work on something else that I feel like is more important. But the thing is is that it's all important. All of the projects getting done are important. Mm-hmm. And me enjoying doing them is important as well. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh cool. Craft stuff. I've been drawing a lot more recently. Um drew that logo that's one of the big things that held me back aside from i guess probably an overall sense of nervousness <laughs> but it's um, great it's everyone loves it yeah yeah it's a uh, so far been received well i think i might actually dump the next four on the this following week so then as we put these out we'll be caught up um i like that idea yeah and so dip my toe in before <laughs> taking a dive, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to start picking up the pencils more and doing some more drawing stuff. Um, but there's there's all these other things to do. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just been kind of busy. Last I think the last fun thing we did outside of the house, you know, aside from the social stuff, was checking out Solo. That was our our Which last. Which is a while uh, ago. I mean. We, we went the weekend it came out. Yeah, we did opening weekend. So I don't remember when that was, but it was definitely a while ago. Yeah. It's fun. 
It's just a fun Star Wars ride. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But I guess that's it for for this week. Unless you got anything else you want to add? No. No, I think I think we're we're all cut. There's there's a lot more you know other stuff that happened, but again, check it out on the on the website paintforkfarm.com. It's called a blog, but it's really just like photos every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find the podcast there as well, streaming from the website, as well as iTunes and and Google Play. If you want to leave us a review, yeah, please subscribe and review. Yeah, Even if you don't like cool. us, give us five stars because that would be cool. Yeah, be a nice thing to do. <laughs> Yay, we would love it. Yeah, uh, for um, sure. And then on, on Instagram, you are the amazing Strider Man. Correct. And you are a paint fork farm. Correct. Yeah. And uh, if you're got any nerds out there listening, check out Turbo Sidekicks online. Um, I'm on there about every other week um, with some friends talking about geek stuff. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, uh, be safe out there. See you in two weeks.